Hey y'all, welcome back to What the Fuck Is This Riverdale Edition. Um, we finished wrapping up season three last episode, so this episode we get to start our favorite season, season four. And with the knowledge that we have not seen five or six yet. <clears throat> and I have not seen past episode ten of this season. I don't think I've watched like religiously, like every single episode. But I have a very good feeling that I remember what happens to Jug, which will make sense when we're at the end of this podcast, for those yes. of you if you don't watch Riverdale or whatever. Um, but I have a very good feeling I remember what happens with this Jughead storyline and all the flash forwards, but like not like to a T. Yeah. Just like the generic, I think I watched like the finale or something. But anyways, but yeah, we're ready to get this podcast started. I'm one of your hosts, Monica. I'm Miranda. And Monica. Fucking silent tea. Book tea for us today. So apologies. Um, <laughs> my last book tea, I didn't. I don't like lovey dovey stories, and that book is very much a lovey dovey story. I got it because Book Talk told me it was going to make me cry, and uh, sometimes you just want to cry. Um, <laughs> But now I don't feel that way, and so it's very hard for me to finish the book. I think I got to chap, I got to like page forty, and I just couldn't. So I'm bringing in three books for y'all because these I think I read the first one in like a week, because it's kind of slow or whatever. But then the last two I read those all in one day, and they have like four hundred pages. Yeah. Um. But it is a touch of ruin. No. It's A Touch of Darkness, A Touch of Ruin, and A Touch of Malice, all written by Scarlett St. Clair, and she is from Oklahoma. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I found the first one on Target, and then the rest of them I had to go to Barnes & Noble's for. <laughs> they didn't have one. But basically, it's um, a series about Hades and Persephone. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I remember this. The last book in the series still hasn't been written, so it's going to be one more, and it's coming out September 23rd of 2023, mm. so I have to wait a long time. I thought you were close. No. I Unfortunately not. Um, obviously, I'm still going to read it. Yeah. I love it. But it's basically about the goddess of spring, Persephone, and that was rude. Um, but they're very good. She does a very good job of like describing everything. The first book is how she, how Persephone gets introduced into Hades and like how her mother kept her hidden for such a long time. No. She goes to the city to become a writer. Um, she meets Hades. Yeah. The one thing that I didn't like about these books is the endings because each one's left like a very big cliffhanger or insinuated something else is gonna happen in the next book. And you literally have to wait to the end of the next book to get to the good parts. But it was a good read. Um, if you like reading the storyline of Hades and Persephone, because there's like a lot of like Greek, is it Greek? No. I think it's Greek mythology. Yeah, Greek mythology. Um, if you like that story, I know there's a lot of um, authors that do the storyline of Hades and Persephone. This is the first one I've read that I've liked. Um, I haven't read another one because I'm like, I don't want to like mix my thoughts about the books Absolutely. because I'm comparing them but I love them and I can't wait till the next one comes out the second book um, A Touch of Ruin is the one that fucked me up like that was like 
I need to read this as fast as I can so I can get to the third one. Because I yeah. thought the third one was the last one in the series. But then it's not. But if you like reading about Greek mythology, this is a play on Hades and Persephone. But go ahead and read it. There's a lot of magic, powers, um, coming into yourself, like becoming yourself, understanding other people. Um, a lot of sex. <laughs> not going to lie. We know... We, I love a good sex story. <laughs> um, there's no other way for me to put that. I don't like freeing lovey-dovey. This is great. At least for me. But, yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's it. But go ahead, and she does have, like, another, like, side series for the side characters, which I haven't read those, and I don't know if I am. So I just don't. I don't know if I want to. But, yeah, go ahead, and you can find these. I found the first one at Target. I don't know if they're still at Target. Um, but the rest of them, you can find them at, uh, Barnes and Nobles, and it's the series A Touch Of, and there's Darkness, Ruin, and Malice by Scarlet St. Clair. She has a couple other books, too, that I might read. But, I'll put these away. Okay. Nerd alert. I read these in, like, a week. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now it's time for season four, and while I am exceptionally excited to talk about season four, because it is so far my favorite, episode one made me cry, I fall, sob, the, all of the above. The whole 40 minutes, they, my eyes... Not a dry okay. eye, Ugh. ever. Oh my It's like God. the saddest thing ever. It really is, because not only is Fred dead, but Luke Perry is dead. Yes. You are watching... Not only Archie and Cheryl and and Betty yeah. grieve this loss, you're watching them actually grieve. Yeah, KJ, you know, yes. Madeline. I think that's why this episode got to me so well because it's kind of like that Glee episode where um, Finda Duncan dies. Like you can tell these emotions are really like Santana. Oh, the emotions are just so raw and real, and like you can feel it and we already loved fred oh my god and we love luke and so it's very i mean it's very was, hard not to cry during this he episode. was a staple in so many childhoods because my mom talked yes. about him on 90210 when i started watching riverdale i mean he was he was yes. a staple in people's childhood and and he you know we just we lost him to what was it I think he has a, a stroke. stroke? Okay, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Don't quote us on that. Um, but, my God. So, but really quick, I have two notes before we get into Fred. Um, Cheryl has Jason in her yeah, she's basement. she's talking to him. Just fucking ew. She's talking to him like it is Jason. And I understand it is Jason, but, like, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And then, um, this was a little bit of, like, an insensitive what the fuck on Betty's part. She said... We haven't had a parade in, like, years. Ma'am, it's been two. Yeah. You're being insensitive. Yeah. Um, you're really... There's, she, cause she's still grieving. Like, that was your sophomore... And then, summer, but, like, also, sophomore like, year. so much shit has gone down at any, like, city event. Like, uh, at the Jubilee and, like, all yep. this other stuff. Something always happens. Like, prom. Yeah. All these fucking kids die. And now you expect people to be... Like, I understand why she was like, no. Like... The reason yeah. why Cheryl wants to do it is kind of selfish, but, like, as an out, like, I wouldn't want to go to that event. I think on the, at the end of the day, I would be on Cheryl's side of the argument mm -hmm. over Betty's. 
Yeah. So then Archie gets the call in the diner that Fred is gone. It's so sad. It's so sad. I feel like that's one of the most realistic reactions. Yes. Yeah. And then it made me cry because they cut to the house. And the first shot is Vegas lying by the door. Yes. And that really hit me super close because, I mean, well, I've never lost anyone like that, but but I can't explain to the dogs where Matthew goes. Yeah. And when he went to basic, we only had Mav, and Mav did that for two weeks straight, where he laid at the front door and waited for Matthew to come home. Now, obviously, someday Matthew came home, but you can't explain it to a dog, and... Vegas is clearly upset, and yeah. it's just, it makes me cry because you just, you can't explain it to a dog, yeah. and oh, uh. And th- they so. remind me of, like, those videos where people, like, they take the the dog of, like, the dog owner to, like, the grave or whatever, and you see the dog crying. And, like, like almost, some of them try and dig or whatever. Yeah, like, uh It was just so sad. And then FP says he's going to take care of it. That was so fucking sweet because I like so I, I took care of him. Yeah, like I love this episode so much because you can see like how hard these people were try or like how hard the care like the actors were trying to like keep it together. Keep it together and not go out of character. Yeah. Because I don't know what I that would have been very fucking hard for me to do. And, and it's just sad because I just kept imagining like what if that was like my dad? Like yeah. it's just so hard. Yeah. Um, uh, I said I like this episode. Oh, I don't know if you have anything else. No, no, no. When um, Archie goes off and like tries to fight the guy. Oh yeah. I like. Th- I didn't like that part. No, I did they not. They could have kept it sweet and simple. I know that was a little bit much. I know he's in pain. I know he's. Yeah, I um, know. Like his, what Archie likes to do, or like his character likes to do, is act out. Yeah. So Archie goes over to the guy that ran him over. And he finds out that it's the kid that actually did it. He doesn't mm-hmm. even have a driver's license. And it's a father protecting his son. Yeah. It's very hard. And then... So, um, but that, that's because they go to get Fred. And, um... Oh, yeah, they go to the... I don't know what the town's called. I don't remember either. <coughs> but they go to get Fred. Uh, they don't want him sitting there. They don't want... Alone. Archie wants to bring him home. Yeah, bring him home. I think that's also what made me cry a lot because, like, you saw how much Fred loved Riverdale and, like, he never wanted to leave so he could be there for this town. Yeah. And so Archie being like, I want to bring him home. He needs to be home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sad. So then, you know, we spend some time in that town while they wait for him to be ready. And they meet the lady that Archie's dad was helping. Yeah. Oddly enough. They say a prayer together. Mm-hmm. I'm not really religious, but that prayer, it got to me. Yeah. I'm, oh, it was so upsetting. So um, upsetting. So upsetting. I did research because it's just this random lady that they brought in, but, uh, or that, like, it's like a random lady to the show. Like, she doesn't really have a character. But um, apparently it's uh, Shannon, Shannon uh, Doherty was a good friend of Luke Perry in real life. Um, and they've known each other since uh, since 1990s to the 2000s because they worked together on 90210. Oh and they had stayed God. friends for, like, ever. Uh, um, and so, like, after researching that, like, I cried even more because I was like, who is this lady they're bringing in? Like, yeah. 
Because I, I wouldn't she's, even a, she's a popular, thought. yeah, she's a popular actor. So I was like, why did they bring her in? And so I looked it up for the tribute episode, and she, they, Luke Perry was working on trying to get her on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fucking cry. Yeah. So she like jumped at the opportunity to be on the show so she could be there with him. Ugh, I don't want to cry. No, but I do think that brings us to the homecoming. The next episode? No, no, no. Like the parade. Oh, oh. That's the part where I absolutely lose it. Yeah. Um, because you know, so they they get the body and everything, and then he asks Jug to drive the truck home behind them. Yeah. And then they do get to Riverdale, and FP's waiting there, and he wants to give him. I'm gonna cry. I'm like, <laughs> fucking cry. He wants to lead them through the town so he can have a police escort yeah. all the way home. He heard, he said, I heard about what you and the kids are doing, and, and I want to help for it. partake. Oh, I don't want to cry. I, so really give him, I know. Cry. I want to give him a police escort through the town, and we see everybody there waving with these beautiful signs. And then, like, you see Pop and everybody, like, they're all like they're like mourning and they're trying to like just keep it together like mm-hmm. it's so hard and you see like how much Fred was loved how much Luke was loved yeah because again it's all of those characters yeah and it was so sudden also oh it was like they did a this tribute episode was so good so and the way good. they did it was so elegant and and then the ending of this episode also got me because he was talking about how his dad like they were the sharing funeral. stories mm-hmm. oh whoa sorry yep nope yeah oh, sharing can, stories no 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 funeral. you're right and then yeah well they have the funeral and he makes a beautiful beautiful speech yeah um about um honoring his dad and his commitment to Riverdale which we've kind of touched on a little bit yeah. and um and I mean he does it in his Archie st- way they're sharing <laughs> stories about him around the fire and like I feel like after they wrapped that scene they must have sat there and like actually like told good stories about oh, yeah. Luke like about there's it. no way they couldn't have made it through that um but in that scene they're talking about how his dad bought fireworks and they thought he was gonna blow up the backyard basically and then at the end of the episode they're all sitting together and they're doing the same thing just watching the fireworks that's a sad episode yeah that was a good one but a sad one so good. So, so sad. And then my only other non-Fred note was that I did feel a little bit bad for Hal's grave. Um, oh, For Betty's yeah. sake. I know why it's getting trashed, but, like, it is still a place to mourn mm-hmm. that person. Not necessarily mourn the Black Hood, but that was her dad. Yeah, that's, like, who she grew up with, who she saw. So, anyways, but we move on so we don't cry. Um, I do want to say one thing. Yes. Rest in peace to Luke Perry. Yes. A loving son, brother, and father. Yes. Don't cry. We can move on. Okay. Episode two, guys. Okay, I do want to say one thing, one more thing about episode one. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Veronica was being a very good girlfriend in that episode. Oh, God, no. No. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Because it's so hard. Okay. Episode two, we find out Jace, or 
Cheryl still has Jason's body. Yeah. Which I think is the creepiest fucking thing. Me too. Like, what it like, also, like, how is he still, like, in, like, mm-hmm. human mm-hmm. form? He's been dead for, like, two years. He was in the water for a while. It makes me feel sick to think about. It's just weird. Like, it's so weird. And I understand, like, at, like, um, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hmm. Was it his real body or not? Because Jason's doll, whatever the fuck it was, didn't have the bullet hole in his mm-hmm. forehead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wrote, I just cried and now I have to watch them fuck. I know. Like, it's so and how are Benny to- and Jug so comfortable doing that in the literal Dude, living room? I think it is so fucking... Okay, like, doing it in the living room, you know your friends are out doing it too. Like, that's I'm fine with. But, like, she literally, like, on Jughead's lap, and they just start making out. Oh. I'm, like, uncomfortable giving somebody a peck next to, like, other people. Yes. Like, what? And then Veronica's like, well, I guess that's a time to go. Like, yeah. girl. Now you guys are going to have sex? I just, and then, I don't know. I, I understand that you were probably like, yeah, they're not going to come out. But, like, I, at the same time, like, what if they did? I, uh. Like, they probably knew, like, oh, they're not going to come out. They're going to go do it, too. But it's know, so but weird. Like, they're just... And then they, like, they have no consideration for anybody else that's in the no. room. They just suck in face like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, the security at this school. Like, yeah. Somebody... hire a private security for the school or something. Like, come on. Honestly. Come on. Um, we meet Mr. Honey. And I just think it's really funny... Um, cause obviously Weatherby is only talked about joining the farm in the musical episode. And yes. so then they're like, he's like, I'm replacing Waldo Weatherby. We don't know where he's at. And I was like, where's Waldo for real? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's funny. So anyways. Um, and then I, this is when the whole football is important comes back. Which I hate. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay. Like I understand how big. Um, oh, football yeah. is for like small towns here or like in the south at least but like come on mm-hmm. um, and then <clears throat> I wrote why did I forget that Reg's dad is abusive I know I thought the same thing like I think it was what season 2 where when, it was like brought up no 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 I think it's really 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 early season 3 because I think it's around the time because he comes Betty, out with, like, a black eye or something. Because Betty makes them go out and ask their parents, and he's like, oh, this is what my dad did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And takes his About sunglasses Gigi. off. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we meet Mr. Chipping, and he starts talking about the school. Mm-hmm. Um, the paparazzi came to the high school to get pictures of Veronica, <laughs> so she pulls the fire alarm. And then we find out that Kevin wants to go back to the farm, which is understandable. <laughs> But not at the same time. Like, they abandon you. Why do you want to go back to them? But then also, like, his friends also abandon him. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a quote that followed that scene. Your name may be Honey, but I will always be Queen Bee. You have no power over me. Ma'am. Cheryl fucking Blossom. He is the fucking principal. He has all the power over you. Yeah. At okay, first, maybe I, not I, all, but... At first... I did write, I think he's a little weird. Oh, he's a thousand percent weird. But he but is the best principal that that school's had. 
Yes, because he Sorry actually is like giving a fuck. Yeah, he's like, no, you can't get away with this shit. No, yeah. Um, Stonewall Prep. Oh my god. Whatever that storyline is. Archie gets invited. No, Archie fucking Jughead gets invited to go to Stonewall Prep, which Veronica says it's like a prestige school. And he has to go live there, and he doesn't want to go. But then he ends up going. I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't get that. Um. Oh, and then after the paparazzi, Mr. Honey asks Veronica to take a sabbatical. But, like, how does this affect you and the school? Like, right. Veronica, is try- she got into Harvard, but she finds out it's her dad's doing. So she declines. She declines, and she applies to Columbia instead. Yep. And then a recruiter from Columbia goes to, to the Bonne Louis to go fucking see her. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck is going on here? And she's like, hold on, I have to perform. I promised <laughs> a floor show. Yeah, like, who gives a shit? Bitch, what the fuck? But, like, this is what I'm saying, like, the playlist for the show now is, like, so oh, much yeah. better. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I it, was just, it was just so annoying that she was like, I have to perform. We found we find out that the farm is hunkering down. Yes. Which basically, they disappeared. They went into a, a random motel. <sighs> yes. And then they send Fangs to communicate with Kevin. <laughs> and apparently they're like together now. And I felt so bad because Kevin asks Fangs if he can hug him. So why would Edgar be making Fangs do this? Like, to, for extra torture for the two of them? Yeah. I don't know. I don't get that. It's so sad to me. What well, you did this to yourself, ma'am. What are you trying to do? Man, you're interrupting. Okay. Anyways. I don't understand. I didn't really like that little timeline. But they did have to have somebody to fix that. So yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, and then we find out... That Jughead's grandpa went to Stonewall Prep. Yes. Which is crazy. And that Jughead's dad, or FP, didn't want to tell him Mm -hmm. because um, he didn't want him to be biased. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. sir, what do you mean? And then we have, like, basically a scene-for-scene remake of Ferris Bueller. (laughs) Because it starts and he's like, I gotta take a stand. And then he smashes his dad's red car. And even, like, the dialogue is, like, exactly yeah. what is said in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> okay. Uh. Then, oh, but to go back to Stonewall, I just had to say that because I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But to go back to Stonewall, Betty and Jug walk out of class while the teacher is teaching. <laughs> For her to be like, you have to go to Stonewall. This is a fair. And she's like, leave, like, right now. No, right now. I'll take care of everything here. What the fuck are you going to take care of? You're not his no. wife. You're not his mom. Okay, so yeah, they leave class. What the fuck are you going to, how are you going to fix it? Yeah. No. Sorry. So that's all I had for episode two. So now we can go to episode three. Wait, my last. Oh, how did Cheryl get this honey nest on the... The beehive. I on don't the know. Desk. Okay, but it works so well for oh, her. Oh, it was like, perfect. Yes, but I just want to know how she it, got it. I loved it. Didn't really understand it. No, but it was good. It was good. Okay, episode three. We find out that none other than Moose, now Marmaduke. <laughs> yeah, I put Moose equals Marmaduke, but then in my the rest of my notes I still call him Moose. Oh, Moose, a thousand percent. But 
Moose now Matt has been going. He disappeared, apparently. Nobody looked for him. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. His dad went to jail, and he was like, I gotta get away. Um, what? But he left, and he's going to Stonewall Prep. Sir, that's not for you to mess with. But now what? He's a junior? Because he says he, like, took a year off, but Doug is starting the senior year. Yes. So, okay. Oh, I think that's what thing we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. In between season three and season four... Between the ending of season three and season four, they are going to become seniors. Mm-hmm. So this is, it was like the summer, and now it's this. Jughead um, <laughs> starts attending Stonewall, yep. and they use his full name. Yeah. The, at first, I was so confused. I was like, why the fuck are they calling him Foresight? But then I remember, like, that's his actual that's name. That's his name. But I just think it's so funny. And then for a while, he's asking people to call him Jug. Outside of Stonewall, um, back in Riverdale, we start, we have a powwow with Nana Rose, and she begins <laughs> discussing the triplets. What the fuck is that? But this brings me to something I forgot to write down, but I definitely, definitely, definitely want to talk about. Why the fuck do the twins live with Cheryl and Tony? Dude, I wrote that down because it doesn't make any sense. No. Like, Alice is out, and she's fine. She can take care of those kids. Betty can, and Betty should. It's yeah, literally her sister's it's kids. Cheryl, Tony, <laughs> Nana Rose. And Nana Rose that has dementia? And they use Nana Rose as their babysitter yes. when they're at school. Ah, uh, no. Anyways. Um, I wrote down, so before that, I wrote down... Charles, like, how is he still, like, how is he alive? Like, um, what the fuck is this? Mm. And then... But that just keeps getting weirder, in my opinion. Yeah, so we get to the part where, um, Edgar... They send in an FBI, uh, undercover FBI agent, and Edgar kills him. He's like, you think, like, we wouldn't notice or whatever? And it's just fucking weird. They're like, that's not our normal pizza guy. What? You have a yeah, normal pizza guy? Know. And then Jughead's trying to raise, not Jughead, um, Archie's trying to raise money for his boxing thing so he can have another restroom in there so he can make it be, um, so he can, like, open it, open it, or whatever. Right, right. (laughs) But then this car, okay, I want to know if you notice this. In this car wash, the guys that are washing it are all in jeans. I did notice that. I thought that was strange. Wet jeans is the most uncomfortable, uncomfortable thing. I, I don't know. What? I don't oh know. My God. And then they drop, like, sudsy money on the table. Like, <laughs> you couldn't... What? Like, you know, have then, a lockbox or something? Yeah. But then, but then, um, he's like, oh, so how much did we raise? And she says four. And he's like, four thousand? And then she's like, no, four hundred. If someone said four to me, I would think they also meant four K. Four K. Come on. Like if it's four hundred, say four hundred. The only reason you abbreviate it is because it's mm-hmm. three zeros behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I think we get into the phone call with Edgar and yes. Betty. Edgar calls Betty. How is she supposed to get a bus, that much money, and a bunch of passports. Like, what, what What did he ask for? I don't know. A bunch? He asked for a passport for everybody that's a farmy, but then he didn't say the amount of people that were there. No, but then he wanted, and then like... he wanted $250,000 yes. in a school bus 
so that they could get away. In five hours. Yes. She's supposed to get that together. But I what? Okay, I do love the co- the design, the costume designer or whatever for these scenes because um, at the beginning. He, um, when Edgar first shows up, he looks very put together. Mm-hmm. And now when all this shit's happening, you can tell he looks distressed mm-hmm. and his outfits are starting to change. He's wearing like a Hawaiian t-shirt and before mm-hmm. he was wearing like full suits. So you can tell how like it's changing him. And everybody was in white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrote down what's Brett's problem. Brett is like a fucking preppy ass kid that has everything handed to him. And then I, he still thinks he doesn't have enough. I, I don't like Brett. I don't like Brett either. Um... And then we get to the part where, oh, so at the end of the phone call with Edgar, um, Edgar says, we did release one hostage. And then Polly Burson. Polly Burson. How did she find her? I don't know. And wait, she's wearing a bomb. Yeah. What? Where did he get stuffed to make a bomb? They're in a hotel. I don't know. But it's just like, how did Polly find Betty? It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And then... Because she's at the FBI right now, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Or I don't know where they're, like... Because there's not an FBI, like, area in Riverdale. So I don't know where they're at. But then, why is Betty the one that's cutting the line? Yeah, not the FBI agent? I don't fucking know. Probably. And, like, Charles isn't the only FBI person in there. Mm-hmm. There's other people in that office. She starts. he starts yelling, everyone get down. But, like, why would you send a teenager mm-hmm. to disarm... Yeah, and once again, her bobby pin saves the day. Oh my god! Also, like, I don't think Betty needs bobby pins in her hair, but yeah, she always has them. I know. And we never see a bobby pin. In no, her hair. no. Um, um, she goes to Veronica to try to get this money, and she's like, "Oh no, I don't have that type of money." But she just happens to have five fifty thousand <laughs> glamour J I literally wrote that. Don't worry. But, like, how broke could the Hiram's or the Lodges be if, literally, she gets one gifted, like, all the fucking time? No, and I'm confused if her point is she can't get that kind of money at all or she can't get that kind of money in that kind of time. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, she says no. Right, but here's five Glamour J eggs. Which, like, the conveniently are all worth $250,000, the exact amount you need. Yeah, and then... And then Betty just steals a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, again, is she not in school when she should be? Yes. What the fuck? But then, like, later um, they get Cheryl for truancy, but nobody else? Yeah. I don't know. Um, the farm's plan has me fucking, like, cackling at this point. <laughs> your interest? Has me fucking cackling. Evelyn is going to drive the farmies off the cliffside in a bus. Edgar is going to escape on the rocket that, that he's been he building. Built. Yeah. And Betty and Alice are going to be strapped to the front of the bus for shields. <laughs> shields from what? I think it's for people, like, shooting at the bus. So they're, like, hostages, and everybody else is, like, willing to die. I don't know. I don't know. It was terrible. I don't understand it. Okay. <laughs> I'm but so Alice and Betty questions. are now working together. And then Evelyn comes in. Oh, fucking Evelyn. And I want to know why Betty takes Evelyn's beret. It didn't look great on Evelyn, and it looks even worse on Betty. Yeah, I don't understand that. What the fuck? Um, um, and then Betty's 
leading them all into the bus. We see Weatherby. We see Weatherby without a finger. And he's like, I don't know how I got in so deep. And then she's like, okay, well, you get everybody on the bus. That's what you can do now. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And then they see Chad looking down. And we Edgar zoom in. Over. <laughs> yeah, it zooms in. And then Alice is like, I got to go get him. And she has this gun. Where did the gun come from? I think they took it from Evelyn. Oh, that's right. She did have a gun. Uh, and so she goes after him. And then they're on the roof. And you see... <laughs> Edgar's rocket and his evil Knievel jumpsuit. It's the worst look for him. Oh my god. And this is how Chad Michael Murray goes out. I guess yeah. Riverdale's gonna fuck everyone, huh? Oh my I god. I don't know. He went from being like so, like a smoke show to what the fuck? Like, um, no. Okay. <laughs> but. It ends with um, Edgar's holding a gun to Alice now. Alice shoots Edgar. He's dead. Um, Charles comes in, saves them or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they get a caregiver for Nana Rose. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, there's rats. Cheryl fires him. And Cheryl's then, fucking crazy over this whole fucking thing. Yes. And then... Um, there was a rat in Jason. <laughs> I could literally vomit over that scene. Yeah. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever yes. fucking seen. Yeah. And then somebody exposes Moose at Stonewall Prep, which is the one thing he didn't want um, because obviously his dad pretended to be the Gargoyle King. He didn't want to be yeah. any of that. Um, and then we end by people receiving... Uh, a VHS tape that's six hours long of their front doors or like of their house. Where nothing happens pretty much. Yeah, like, it's just somebody sitting out there for six hours recording that shit. Putting it on a VHS tape? People, yeah, that. And then how are people not seeing that? <laughs> I, I don't know. A man out there with like a... Right, like is he like recording on his phone and then going back? Who has that much storage? Yeah. Six hours? Who has something that's converting it to a VHS tape? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Ugh. Um, That's all I had for that episode. Me, too. Because then the episode four starts with everyone. We find out, like, everyone's getting them delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to know, we're supposed to believe that FP, Jellybean, <laughs> Betty, Alice, and from time to time, Jug, who of course has to live at Stonewall, mm-hmm. are all living in the Cooper slash Jones residence. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Huh? I know Betty living there. The only person living there that makes sense is Betty. Because Jughead was like, no, just stay. It's still your, like, room. Right, like, and I, don't I understand to move. that the That's Jones still own it. But it doesn't, like, when? But Alice just got out of the farm. And she just went straight to FP and they're dating now? It's so fucking weird. Because now it's... They're dating. Their son and daughter are dating. And their half-brother comes to visit? Yeah, he's I don't working like that. with the mom and the nope. half-sister. Nope, 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 I don't like it. And then that's so weird to me that every time FP, or uh, Jug and Betty are talking about it, they're like, our brother. 
<laughs> like incest, no. but it's not. Of course, it's a thousand percent not incest, but that's how it's it, like, so sounds. weird. And then your parents are dating, uh, so technically they're like step brother, step sister. It's gross. It's yeah. weird. I didn't like that timeline. And then, whatever that storyline is, no. And then this is when know. Veronica mentions Katie Keene, which I went back and wrote mm-hmm. on that one page. That's where Josie goes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just wanted to bring it up. Be like, that's my thought. This. this is too delicious. Um. <laughs> Bottom serious note. Oh, I've had a funny note. Yeah. What? I wrote, why are they propping up Jason like that? <laughs> and then he's like in a wheelchair? What? So he's just <laughs> so mad at you. I can't share this. It's delicious. fuck attention to me. But yeah. Um, the doll <laughs> shows up. Is it this episode? Yes. I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't write anything about the doll. I was like, this, honestly. Normal. The, the brother is worse. Like. The doll, mm-hmm. but the doll reminded me of the um, the movie The Boy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's the vibes it was giving. Um, so what's your serious note? On much more serious note, the Stonewall Four. Ooh, yep, I wrote that. I didn't know if Stonewall's two separate words or one word. I don't know. I'm writing it as one. I, I some things I write it as one, and some I write it as two. We don't have a ton of information yet. Mm-mm. But at first, I thought they were trying to indicate like those four are the Stonewall Four. But then I realized they're talking mm-hmm. about like dead people. Oh, this is the Halloween episode. Oh, yeah, which was another, they're trying to be, like, Halloween, like, yes. the actual Halloween movies, because mm-hmm. they, like, pop it up and they say Riverdale, like, yes, and then Halloween, Riverdale, and then she's obviously dressed like Jamie Lee Curtis, but yeah, they're making like, um, crossovers. I did also notice that this is the first season where the seasons actually exist in the show. Yeah. Or, like, holidays. Yeah. Because in this season, we get... Halloween, Halloween, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing we're going to get Christmas sometime soon. But I think they're trying to, like, illustrate that it is really their senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So then, while he, after he's doing, while he's doing research for the Stonewall 4. Yes. Um, the girl hands him a drug coffee. Yes. And they, all four stand over him as he passes out, basically threatening him. <laughs> And then he wakes up in a fucking coffin. Dude. And then the fact that he's, like, already gone through that in, like, his real life. Like, why would they do that? Like, obviously they don't know him. But, like, come on. She drives a coffee. He wakes up in the casket. And then Betty starts receiving phone calls. Someone pretending to be the Black Hood. Yeah. Um, What the fuck is that bullshit? I don't fucking know. Um, And then the gang shows up. Um, outside of the Halloween party that Archie's having at his boxing gym or whatever, and like he's like trying to fight them or whatever. But I'm I literally wrote, "Call the serpents! You're a serpent! Call the serpents!" Yeah, this guys in a gang or FP. <laughs> yeah, like call the serpents. You're in a gang. You mm-hmm. have the gang tattoo. Call up your homeboys. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, you can handle this. But I don't know. We find out that Cheryl is a triplet. Is a triplet. And the brother she absorbed is called Julian. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I was going to say why, but I guess it's Jason and Julian. And then Cheryl. I don't care. I don't care. Um, um, then we get to Veronica that's been at Pops. Mm-hmm. She's trying to close up to get to the Halloween party. But then it turns out there's a fucking serial killer on the loose in Riverdale that escaped an asylum or some shit or the prison mm-hmm. someday. And he makes 
his victims, cook him a meal before he kills them. And, Very interesting, like, immoral. Yeah, and then it started by him killing his whole family, and he, that guy had shown her his whole family. Yep. So the serial killer is there, and Veronica runs out to the speakeasy, and then she throws a bowl of fucking alcohol on him, which we never find out what happens to him after that. Mm-hmm. But he was on fire. Which is... In the basement of, like, her store, and it just, like, that's didn't burn like, down. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh, she's gonna burn down the whole thing? I love when Polly calls, uh, or Be- Betty calls Polly, mm-hmm. and has Edgar, and so she picks up the phone. Edgar? No, bitch. It's your sister. Oh, yes. Fucking that was so dead. Good. I thought, I think they're trying to find a way to get rid of Polly in this show, and they're doing it in a terrible way. Yeah. Just, like, send her off. Sarah. Yeah. She doesn't need to be locked Sherry up. Sherry went to San Fran and came back, like... And then, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Because, literally, she had a bomb strapped to her fucking chest. You think she's still gonna be... She still needs to be decoded? This man was willing to kill her. Yeah, I didn't understand It's gonna be very hard. Um, so, the coffin thing, we find out, means you're in. But in what? The school? Because if so, I don't I believe don't Jug is the only new student... Or this group that chipping leads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know. And then I put it... Uh, I just... That doesn't make any sense. No. No. And then he's just, like, in the middle of the classroom. So, like, this yes. school also doesn't have security. That's what I'm, I'm saying. It's that classroom where they always meet for this group. Yeah. So, is it for this group? Or is it... Yeah, I don't know. What? Um... They unbury Jason and they bury the doll. Julie, yeah, Julian. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. So now Jason is just straight up chilling in the fucking living room. Yeah. No, and then it comes. <laughs> At the end of this episode, or I only have one more line for this. Mm-hmm. We see that Charles is listening to Betty and Jughead's conversation. Yeah. Which like I understand your FBI, but come on. Yeah, I didn't get that. I know, that's really weird. Oh, and then Moose is gone. Oh, yeah. Moose just disappears. All his stuff is out of the room. And then he's like, oh, we also find out he's bi. So his girlfriend at Stonewall is like, oh, no, he's in basic. We're texting. Oh, this is next episode. No, yeah, but it's the the Uh, same thing. We can keep going to episode five. Yeah, so episode five, um, he's like, she's like, oh, look, he's in basic. Here are all these texts. You can barely text in basic. Everybody knows you write letters. Yeah, you write letters. And, yeah, you're, I think Matthew got his phone three times, once each, like, you know, there's three phases. Mm-hmm. He got one Sunday out of each of those phases. That's three times. Yeah. Three, three Sundays that I spoke to him for, what is it, three months? Yeah, I think, yeah, three months. And I spoke to him just, three times. No, uh, you don't yeah. text. And then Archie is deciding to become a vigilante <laughs> again. Oh like, okay, the dark, the, what is it? The red circle, the dark circle. Sir, like, I put, why does he always want to be a hero? I don't know. And then, um, I want to, no. no, I'm so sorry, I have the hiccups. Okay. I want to know, because this is when Betty and Charles talk about the serial killer gene. Is that a real thing? 
I think so. I don't know. Should I don't Google it? Google. Okay, well, you look it up. I'm going to talk about this, but I just... I wrote yeah. it down. It's not like a big... I mean, it wasn't what the fuck, but it wasn't like a really big deal. But Archie's fake voice when he's fighting crime... I cannot get over it. No, like, I can't either. Sir, like, are you trying to be Batman? Google it. Betty Cooper's the first thing. Is it a real thing? Okay. In the 90s, there was research done on the deceased bodies of serial killers to see if there was something in their DNA that made them more likely to kill. Scientists found the the warrior gene and those who have it secrete MAOA, which is an enzyme that can affect how the brain releases serotonin and dopamine. Yeah, it's real. Oh, come. I don't feel... Okay. Um, I don't think Betty would ever be a serial killer because she's empathic. Like, you can... She's an empath. Mm -hmm. You can see it. So that's one thing that I can... You can tell that's not going to happen. But yeah, she... Her and... What's his name? Kev go to the doctors to see if, like, her mom was lying or telling the truth. Find out she's telling the truth, but she lies to Kev about it. Right. She's like, what is that about? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then Charles has it. Yeah, we find out Charles has it because Betty confirms to him because she wants to get out of the FBI program. Which then, I wrote later on, but we're talking about it anyways, Betty doesn't trust her brother because he has the genes now. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> you have the genes. <laughs> Well, that's, like, the only reason why, like... That's it. Not just he's a stranger. Like, come on. And then I put Dark Betty equals maybe cat killer. <laughs> oh, yeah, caramel. But then at the same time... Okay. So I was thinking about this when she goes back to, like, thinking about caramel. That you see that, um... Hal is the one that handed her the rock. If she had those jeans... It would have been way easier for her, like hell, to kind of groom her oh, yeah. to be a serial killer because that's what his parents did with him. Exactly. So, so like, how did, it, how did it not happen? Yeah. How did it not work out? I don't get that at all. Because I'm just saying, like, it doesn't make no sense. Um, at the same time, I didn't really write about this, but this note reminded me. Hermione and Hiram's investigations, or trials, I guess. Yeah. Kind of investigations, but mostly the trials are going on. Mm-hmm. Why did it take so long for this sister bitch to show up? I don't know. I wrote, who is this lady in the trials? We don't find out. We don't find out until later. But, but I don't understand. Why? He's did- already gone to jail once. Exactly. Where were you then? I don't know. I don't like that storyline. I think it's stupid. And then she disappears later. Yeah. Like, she goes back to Miami or whatever. Um, um, we learn that FP hates his dad. Right. But then it it's implied that FP the first is trying to make amends, but only as a grandfather, not a father. Yeah. I don't know. Why? And then we find out that he just, like, he couldn't handle it anymore, and he went to go live in a forest after saying he's going to go buy a pack of cigarettes. 
the dumbest story to me. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I don't believe it. Oh, there's a dog under me. I was gonna put my foot down, but never mind. I'll just put it down softly. Yeah. Um. We find out that Jughead's grandpa had been sending him books. Yep. That were written by guys that used to go to Stonewall. Right. They were like ghostwriters or whatever. Um, when did Hiram have time to have another daughter? And she's older than Veronica, so... And it's not with Hermione. Right. So I'm confused. Did he have business in it Miami? It doesn't make any sense. Have an affair in the early part of the marriage? Were they even married? They got married right after high school. That's what I always thought, too. Just like FP or... I mean, Allison, yeah. how? I don't understand it. So I don't, I don't know where she comes in this from. timeline. No. And then Hiram's going to be mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Biggest oh, eye roll ever. Um, we see that Jughead's grandpa wrote him letters in the books, but uh, FP took out. Had been written out. Mm-hmm. Betty starts investigating her brother and writing down like a journal of like everything he's doing throughout the day. So weird to me. So weird. I put the flash forwards. I hate them, but the D. <laughs> right. And in this flash forward for this episode, um, we see Archie, Veronica, and Betty get arrested for Jughead's murder. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Um. Yeah. I don't hate them. I kind of like the idea of them. I like them, but, but it's, it's like two minutes that you're yeah. giving me. I feel, I don't know. Um, episode 6 starts, and all the lodge, both both of the lodges got out of jail, and now all of them are living under one roof again at the Pembroke. What? I hate. Well, no, he's not, he, um, Veronica kicks them both out. They're like, mm. oh, this is ours. No. But then later in the episode, Hermione and Hiram hook up, and she takes which is back. so cringe, but he's like, we literally order hits on each other. That's how much. That's how we love. Yeah, that's <laughs> their foreplay. That's abusive. It's toxic. Get the fuck away from that. Mm-mm. Go to therapy. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> Hermione's gonna be a hostess, which then leads into mm-hmm. that whole thing. He's like, "That's a joke." Oh, and then Betty meets with Chick, mm-hmm. and why he's in jail? Um, because he's the only one that's like around that got arrested. Penelope disappeared. Um, this is the episode where I wrote, why is Cheryl taking care of the twins? Mm-hmm. Well, she's busy yelling at dolls and a stuffed Jason. <laughs> um, Betty does a polygraph test mm-hmm. on um, Charles, which is so fucking random. And if he has the gene, you know he ha- like he can stay calm in mm-hmm. serious situations. Um, I think... At this point, I think Charles and Chick weren't a very compatible couple. And this is the other reason. I don't remember where this storyline oh, goes at all. Um, so at the end of this episode, yeah. we see that Charles is visiting Chick in jail. And they're calling each other, like, lover. And I think they had exchanged an I love you at the end or something yes. as well. Yes. So that's when I realized Charles has our, our what's it called? Arterial arter- motives? Oh, whatever. I'll... Alternative motives. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so he's putting on a facade 
Yes. As this FBI agent with the Coopers. I think he really is an FBI agent. No, but I think but his personality yes. is the facade. He's this... Yes. Yeah. And... But I don't know, because Chick makes it sound like Charles was also, like, scum of the earth, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would have been very hard for this Webcamming. I don't know. So, I don't know where the FBI agent thing comes into play, but they... It seems like they are actually at FBI places, so he can't be faking it. But that's really interesting to me. But at this point, I don't think they're compatible. By the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, Charles is, like, a fake persona. Yes. Got it. Um, I'm also confused why Hiram wants Hermione back after making such a scene about, like, if you betrayed my family right? and this isn't family. Um, Cheryl's family comes into town, mm-hmm. and they're like, we want to sell the Mabel business. Which, all right. And then we go back to Hiram, thinking that Veronica's jealous of him. Why would I ever want my kids to be jealous of me? That's so weird. Um, we find out uh, the first book wasn't written by the guy that's claiming mm-hmm. to have written it, but it was written by mm-hmm. Jughead's grandfather. And then I wrote, what are the storylines now? None of these make sense. We're just like, fine, we're getting there. Yeah, but it's just- We're in a weird spot right now, I agree. Yeah. They shoot up Archie's fucking house. Oh, that's right. They did. That was wild. Why is he always getting shot at? I don't know. I don't either. Chipping jumps out the window. <laughs> That's all there is to say about that one. I don't understand. Like, he's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry for this. And then he just jumps out the yeah, window. Yeah, he, like, comes in ready to teach class, and then he's like, hey, sorry about all this. Bam. But he, like, opens the window. Doesn't he open the window? Mm-hmm. Or does it just break? I, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Um, Archie goes to Hiram for protection. Cheryl's uncle finds Fine. Jason. It's just a lot. I don't understand what's happening. We find out Charles and Chick are still together. Yeah. And there's a dead body behind the gym. Yes. Episode 7. It is Thanksgiving. Hiram Ooh. is mayor and Dodger's family wants revenge in the hospital. Okay. I want to know if you picked up on this. I think they're the same character. But I don't know. Dodge's mom. Right. And is the one that Chick brought into the, the shady house. lady? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know if the bro- the, the guy that was there was also the same one, but it was definitely her. Right. I agree. So I put Chick's drug dealer's girlfriend is back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know why Jug is calling from a phone in the hallway. Where's his I cell don't phone? Know. I don't know. Stonewall <laughs> service. I was thinking the same thing because he's just like hang up. He's in the middle of the hallway. But I then we see that. But then later on, we also see him using the cell phone to order Chinese. Yes. Like, what are you, what are you talking about, sir? Um, the mayor wants to shut down. Um, it's not the gym. He wants to shut down. Why does he want to shut down? Mm-hmm. The Bon Louis? Maybe. I no, know. he wants to shut something he down. He took their liquor license, but he wants, he shuts down Archie's gym for Thanksgiving. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. Fucking rude. And then, at this point, I wrote, where did Jellybean go? Mm-hmm. She's gone. Bitch has disappeared. I caught something, like, very, just, like, side, like, not at all the point of the scene, but FP and Alice are making drinks. 
Oh, yeah. She <laughs> drops an ice cube in his drink, his fucking drink, stirs it with her finger, and hands it to him to drink. I don't know. I don't know. Ew. Yes. Disgusting. Ew. Um. We get... So basically, Hiram wants to shut down the gym for Thanksgiving because yes. Veronica's going to spend Thanksgiving there. Yes. So he's shutting it down for that reason. So he goes, um, Veronica goes back home and she pulls the table runner with all the food on it. I was like, I am so here for this. Like, that oh, was, you ruined their Thanksgiving. I'm ruining yours. Yes. That was like, I feel like I should hate it because of how much I've been hating on Veronica. No, but I like, that was like that. pop off. Like, yes, it was good. Good for you. Shit. Because they took Thanksgiving from children who don't have homes. Yes. Fuck that. I put awkward dinner at Pops because it's Hiram, Hermione, FP, and Alice. I don't know. And then, okay, the way that they were playing Never Have I Ever at the school was so confusing to me. <laughs> when am I supposed to drink? It was like whoever said it was drinking until Jug, yes. Jug says Never Have I Ever Been in a Secret Society and Brett is like, oh, nobody put their finger down. You better, you better drink. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, never have I ever been in a gang or whatever. And then they both put their finger down. Do they still exist? Like, does a serpent exist? It doesn't matter because they've been in a gang. Yeah. But okay. I want to know at the same time. And thing. then Betty's like, oh, time to go refill. But then, like, why are Snoops they- in Donna's room. No, that's, I'm fine with that part. I don't care about that snooping part. Oh. I care about why the fuck are they drinking out of a flask that they have to refill? Bring the fucking bottle out. Oh, yeah, exactly. You have a... 17-year-old kid that just has a fucking flask? Yeah. Nobody my age, I'm fucking 23, almost 24, I know is going out of the way to buy a fucking flask. I don't think I've ever owned one. I haven't. I've, like, borrowed someone's or whatever, but, like, I've never even seen somebody, like, pull one out. No! Let me take a... Yeah! I don't know. No! I don't get... No. (laughs) Um, um, and then Dodger's family shows up. I don't... Sorry. No, you're fine. Keep going. I don't understand how they think they're any better than Dodger's murderers to come in here but he's and not murder even, someone. Dodger's well, not even dead. He's in the hospital. So yes. Shooter. I get what you're yes, saying. Yes, you're correct. Shooter. Um, but no, it doesn't make any sense. No. Um, so they come in with the guns a-blazing. Well, not really guns a-blazing. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. as close as they could get without actually having their guns out. Um, and then Mary puts them in her place. Pop off, Mary. Um, yes, but I think we need to talk about the turkey exploding, oh my fuck. which causes the distraction so that they can get the gun away and beat him up. And then Mary has the gun. <laughs> I put Mary that, has a little gun. <laughs> I put that <laughs> turkey's burnt as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then like she said, who deep fries a turkey inside? Yeah. What were you thinking, Archie? Um, then we go back to Stonewall. And Betty finds the tie pin, so they ask Donna about it. I don't believe Donna. I do not believe that you were having an affair at no, all. Me neither. And then um, I put Veronica stabbing that guy with a fork <laughs> or with the whatever the fuck the prong. I don't know what the fuck it's called. That shit was dramatic. So dramatic. And then I put Cheryl's dinner, her Thanksgiving dinner, where she makes um the 
the meat pies and then she makes them think that they're eating the, the uncle, uncle Claudius. No, it's not. No, Claudius. it's not Claudius. What's his name? I don't know, but her name's Cricket. Is that her son with her, or is it her another? I don't know. Regardless, he's like eating. He like he's like, ow, my tooth. And then he pulls it out and hits his ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. It was so good. Um. Oh, mine's for the end. I only have one note left. This is the end of the episode. Oh, somebody's recording them having sex now. Oh, I when don't When they're know. in the room. Who? Archie. Not Archie. Oh, not Archie. Uh, Jughead and, um. Oh. <clears throat> there's like a camera in the corner. In the that's corner. right. That's right. That's but then right. we haven't seen anything with that yet. Maybe we will. Probably. Um, and then she was like. They finally sit down to have Thanksgiving dinner and they're talking yeah. about it. Yeah. And they're talking about stuff and they talk about Fred and she was like, oh, I love my husband, whatever. I was yeah. like, I thought they were divorced. I don't know that they ever actually got divorced. I think they separated That's and they okay. told people that they were separating because she wanted to go to Chicago. He didn't. Yeah. And they were like, what's best for us is to separate. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they ever actually got divorced. And because I don't think they didn't love each other. They just wanted different things. Yeah. She didn't want to be in Riverdale. He did. But that's what I just said. I thought they were divorced. Like, I just had question marks there. Because I was like, are they? Like, did they? Th- that scared me. This is mine. Um, oh, no. Which then leads to them dedicating the center to Fred. Yes. I put again, R.I.P. Luke Perry. Which I thought was really sweet. And they had a picture of him. They had, like, a plaque. But I think that plaque they used or whatever. I didn't read it, what it said on there. But I think they used it, like, in the studio that they filmed. I feel like they did, too. Okay. Episode 8 starts with more tapes. Now it's closer. They zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> and the doll is watching Cheryl's house <laughs> with them. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Out of all things Betty's mom could freak out about, she freaks out about her being on birth control? And then Betty's like, what do you think? We're literally... Like, we literally sleep in the same bed. And then she's, like, calls out her and her sister for being, like, <laughs> I don't need a baby at 16 like you all did. Yeah. I quoted her, um, Alice, so sweet, so innocent, now glaring. When did you become a liar? All because she found birth control pills. Like, ma'am, you found a gun in your daughter's broom at once. You think that's the, like, birth control is the line? That's where you draw the line? Yeah. No. They're trying to talk to the guidance counselor. Oh, I thought this was so stupid. I'm getting whiplash yeah. on whether Betty likes her mom or not. Yes. I don't understand when they're in there what context context Alice thinks is going to make it better. Yeah, I know. And then we find out that Betty is <laughs> Alice's favorite child. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me. The no. whole last season, you're basically calling Betty a shitty child or whatever because she won't yeah. go to the farm with you. Yeah. And now you're not, now you're like, oh, you're my favorite child. I love you. I don't want anything like to happen to you. I don't want you to leave me and all this other shit. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, 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 so Cheryl finally sees her craziness and she loses her vixens, but she sees it when she's like talking to the guidance counselor. Yes. And then guidance counselor is like yeah i do think you need a perf- like a an adult to come lead the vixens or whatever then the dean of fucking harvard calls <laughs> okay yeah fucking right i don't know who says this but i qu- i quoted it 
it says, I'm 18. I'm an adult. I think it's Archie when he's going to go Probably. live at the center. But literally 18, you think you're an adult? You're a fetus. Yeah, but that is the way, like, everybody's like, no, you can't do this till you're 18. You can't do this. Like, I, I get the sentiment. That's how they tell looking, us. Yeah, but looking at myself when I was 18, oh, I, no. thousand percent. 21? Okay, baby. Jug is now talking to the Riverdale counselor, but he goes to... <laughs> He's waiting for his transcript. Oh. <laughs> Veronica, uh, apparently there's, like, beef with Veronica and her father. Oh, yeah. Which... We all knew this. I did like her conversation with the guidance counselor when the guidance counselor is like, you're obsessed with each other. Mm -hmm. Get some fucking help. But she doesn't want to hear that she has daddy issues. When someone else tells her she has daddy issues. That's all I have yes. for that episode. Because it was... Episode... We didn't really learn much in that episode. Nine. No, we didn't. Um, so this is the episode with the tangerine word that gets them yes. to want to kill Betty when Evelyn calls. Yes. Um, before we get there, um, Pops saying that uh, Hiram wasn't raised right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I was here for. I was like, yes, Pop. Yes. Yes. Um, Polly attacks a nurse called Betty because uh, it was like an hour before Polly got the phone call saying Tangerine three times. Yep. And then Alice receives it and... Betty snaps and she comes out of it. How Bitch, did she know? What the fuck? How did she know the snap was gonna bring her out of it? And let me let me just possess you, and you know what's gonna get you out of it? A snap. What the no. fucking fuck? No, there should be another release word. Yes. No. I don't know. Um, Jughead meets his grandpa, his grandpappy, which he's living in a converted bus. Love that for him. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the scene where. Cheryl is seen trying to kill herself next to Jason and the doll. Oh, yeah. But then we find out she's really just trying to smoke out whoever's living in the walls. Oh, yeah. And she's wearing, like, this gas mask while yeah. she's sitting there. And her mom comes out of the wall. So her mom has been messing with her this entire time. Mm -hmm. Um. Um. And then FP is fighting... Who is FP fighting? I don't know, somebody, but he winds up shot again. Yes, but I put FP fighting hot. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing him punch somebody, that was hot. Um, and then I think oh, this cat thing is being yes, overdone. With Betty and Carmel. Caramel? Yes. It's being overdone. But I get it, like, cause she goes to the FBI and she's like, they're like, this is the first sign or whatever. I get it. But it's, it's just, no. we keep, well, how many times have we fucking talked about yes. it? And it's the same fucking thing. Her hovering yes. over the cat. Like, yes. I don't get um, it. Okay. We find out that Jughead's grandpa really did write the first book. Yes. But he sold the rights over to that other guy for $5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archie gets into another fight. He's <sighs> boxing again or whatever. No, he's not boxing. He's just fighting. He's just fighting to fight. Oh, but this is the episode. Because then... Um, she starts singing with Kev, mm -hmm. and Ke Kevin singing is a no for me. Oh, God, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Cheryl traps her mom in the bunker? Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? We should make a checklist of everyone who's been held captive <laughs> in the bunker. Dylan Doily? Yeah. <laughs> Alice? Uh, oh. um, Archie was there at one point, but he wasn't really being held hostage. 
Well, kind of because he couldn't leave or he'd be. Yeah. Found um, FP's. No, Jughead's grandpa disappears. I wrote FP grandpa disappears, but it's Jughead's grandpa disappears. Um, he runs away, and we see Jughead signing the contract in order to write the next Baxter. Mm-hmm. What is it? Baxter Brothers. Baxter Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jughead joins the secret society. Oh God. The Quill and Skulls Society. Love that for him. Um, and then we get to the end where Cheryl fucking does. A Viking um, funeral for her brother. Yep. Finally. And Fred's brother comes into town. I. Fred has a brother. What his name starts with an F? Also. Frank. Frank and Fred. So, Kardashian effect. That Betty means... says Tangerine to herself in the mirror, and then breaks the mirror. Oh yeah. What the fuck was that about? I don't know. And then we get to the end where it's the flash forward, and what happened? Betty kills. Supposedly, Betty kills Jug. Basically, yes. she's like standing over his body or something, and yeah. they run up and they're like, Betty, what did you do? Yes. Yeah. And then, episode 10, the first thing I have, the first thing I have is that Fred's brother is trying to get a job on the construction site, but what makes him qualified in his whole life, he's only worked on a boat. And we also find out Archie's mom hates the uncle. Oh, yeah. And then we find out why, and it's because Fred, because Fred, um, claimed a DUI over him. Yeah, because otherwise he would have gone to jail. He had, it was like his last strike or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a new, the cheer, co- the new cheer coach calls Cheryl fat. Oh, I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Have you seen Cheryl? Excuse you. No, she's not. And I don't like that this is like a modern day show and they're doing stuff like that. Yes. Like, that makes me unhappy. No. Um, I want to know why they are all trying to get into Ivy Leagues at this point. I was thinking the exact same thing, except for um, Archie. Well, yeah, but he's not even trying to go to college. Yes. So. But, uh, like, that was, I, I didn't even consider going to the Ivy League. No, not even a little bit. That's are you me. joking me? No. Okay. Um, we find out Brett likes to hurt people. Yeah, and he tells this story about <laughs> being with a hooker at 14. Oh, yes. That was, like, disgusting to me. Yes. Um, the Quillen Skulls gets Jughead a laptop. Yeah. The scope we, there's a rumor going around that the Stonewall coach, or football coach, pays the team to hurt other members. Yeah. other players, not other members, other players on different school teams. And so, uh, Betty starts writing a story about it. Yes. And then Archie and his fucking crew show up to Stonewall and they start fighting. Oh my God. That was so ridiculous to me. And then, uh, Mad Dog likes to be called Monroe now. Now, yes. Um, (laughs) I didn't like the DuPont ass jug to keep Betty from writing this story. Like, what the fuck is that yeah mm-hmm. okay it doesn't make any sense um and then betty sends in veronica to find out more the wig and is back the wig is back and her secret name is monica yeah i literally i went to wrote monica slash veronica but i put monica monica that's my name you can't use that yes um i wrote brett sucks ass he yeah. really does yeah and then apparently Jughead, who we've never seen like a party, is at this Quillen's 
And Skull's party? Yeah, is he trying to be someone else? Is it because he just got into this thing? I don't know. I did not get that. Um, then the football game happens. Before the football oh. game happens, though, Frank offers Mad Dog drugs. Oh. You're a grown-as adult offering drugs to a teenager in high school. Yeah. You're fucking shitting me. Mad Dog, of course, takes the drugs because... There is a recruiter from Notre Dame coming in yeah. to watch him play. Yeah. I, if I wouldn't have watched that documentary you watched, the, what is it, the Untold Story mm-hmm. on Netflix, um, about that football player that went to Notre Dame, I would have never known that Notre Dame was good for football. <laughs> I should you not, I would have never known. Um, but then before the game, Cheryl locks the cheer coach in that room. Oh, yeah, and then they do a full musical on the sidelines. Yes, but I'm so confused because there is no way that, like, um, like a teacher's room can be locked from the outside and not open from the inside. Right. There's no way. I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know. Um, While this musical is happening, fucking Cheryl lifting her skirt... That was a no for me. That was, that was too much. That was yuck. I, it was just too much. Mm. I, uh, I okay. didn't like it. Um, <laughs> during the football game, Archie is the one giving the prep talks. Yeah. But he's not the captain. But is he the Reg quarterback? Is. No, Mad Dog is. Oh. <laughs> or I think Mad Dog is. I don't know. I don't know, but he's giving all the prep talks. I'm he's, like, dude, he's not even the captain. If he's the quarterback then I think it makes sense because yes. he did give up the the captain spot a long time ago yes. so he could also pursue music but if he's still quarterback I think it still makes sense but if he's not quarterback I then I really is. don't get it at all he doesn't even look like he could be a quarterback um, yes then they have the maple snow cone which gives Veronica <laughs> an idea on how to like diversify her rum from her dad's. Oh, yes. Which, like, I don't... If you can't drink it, how can you make alcohol at 18 years old? I don't get that either. But... Legally? I don't know. Legally, exactly. And then he... Um, her... Veronica and... What's his name? Reg put the rum in his gas tank. Oh, my God. They key his car, and it's, like, one little scratch. Yeah. And they put... I don't know. Um, but then we get to the locker room because they lose mm-hmm. and uncle frank is in the ro- in the fucking locker rooms dude and he's having an argument with archie and he's like oh you gave him the drugs or whatever and he's like he's an adult he can make his own decisions he's an a child in high school yeah that you gave drugs to literally word for word he said he's a grown man yeah in what world he can't even buy alcohol at the corner store no no. But Frank has very disturbed values on life. Yes. So, whatever. Yes. Um, somehow, Mad Dog still gets into Notre Dame. Good for him, though. He deserves it. <laughs> you know what? I think the reason why they're all trying to go to Ivy Leagues is because I think, like, other schools, you have to get, like, trademarked in order to use their names. Oh. So that's probably why. They're like, let's find colleges that we don't have to pay extra. Oh. That might be it. Jug gets an interview to Yale, Uh, which was Betty's dream school. Yes. 
thanks to Quill and Skull. Yeah. Or he and he gets in. He gets in. We learn yes. Brett is in. Yes. And then we get the flash forward. And we learn Betty is in. But Jug is dead. She's gathering yes. his things. She's at Stonewall Prep gathering his things, and then Brett comes in and he's like, Well, I'll guess I'll see you in the courtyard or whatever. Yep. But we've already been told she's rejected right now in our yes. present timeline. So I'm very yeah, so interested to see in? where that goes. How does she get it? Good lord. Okay. But that is it for this episode. Miranda's gonna tell you. So what the fuck news for the week? Okay, so mine is actually um, a video from Twitter. Oh, the one your dad sent you? Yes, my dad literally <laughs> sent me this. So, Mom, I know he doesn't listen to this, so you'll have to shout him out of a man at a Yankees game. I will leave it like that until Monica watches it, and then I will explain it in words. Because I promise you, it's not that hard to explain. I just want Monica's reaction. She's been waiting, like, all week to show me. I have. My dad sent this on, like, Monday in the family group chat. What is he holding? A hot dog? Uh-huh. What is, he, what is he doing? No, he's not. <laughs> what the fuck? In what world? I don't know. So, basically... <laughs> This older gentleman, maybe I can, like, link it in the description or something. I just don't know what's, like, copyright and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, what, the, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> Your husband's next glizzy party. <laughs> um, basically, this older, middle-aged, maybe middle-aged, we'll just say middle-aged. I don't think he's older, older. Um, man went to the Yankees game. He seems to have bought a hot dog and a beer. And he has a straw. He has a straw <laughs> in his hand. Like, oh, did he not have a straw? But he literally has a straw. He has a straw. He uses the straw to poke holes in the hot dog all the way through, <laughs> eats the hot dog out of the straw, and then Proceed. uses the hot dog straw to drink <laughs> his fucking beer. My, it's so bad. My dad said this it. to me. I said, what the fuck? And I was like, nope, this is perfect for the podcast. <laughs> um, I don't get it. So, yeah. There we are, folks. Ladies and gentlemen. But that is it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Please don't drink beer out of a fucking hot dog. Please. Please. Um, next episode, we are going to be talking about the rest of season four, which... Nine more episodes. I have, like, a vague memory of, like, kind of watching it. Also, like, now that I'm thinking, like, the more I watch it. Yep. But I also know that there's some parts that I, I oh, don't fucking know. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, so, we're going to be talking about season four, the rest of season four, and then after that, we're starting a season that we both haven't seen, mm-hmm. which is season five. So, catch us on the next episode. Um, thanks for listening. Go ahead and follow us on... Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And it's going to be at WTFIsThis underscore podcast. Um, I'll have it linked for y'all in the show notes or the description, depending on if you're listening or watching. Yeah. Um, you can follow both of us on there if you'd like. And the doggos. Yes. So, see you next Thursday. Bye, guys. <laughs>